All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. Happy Monday to you. This is the daily morning update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 11th of September. Over the next few minutes, we'll tell you everything that you need to know to get your day started on the right foot. To begin with, there were several key highlights from the G20 summit that was concluded over the weekend under India's presidency. Most importantly, India's presidency forged a New Delhi declaration that achieved a full consensus on all matters from all member countries while calling to maintain territorial integrity of all states, much in line with the chair's summary in Bali. The 2023 New Delhi Declaration mentioned geopolitical tensions in eight out of its 83 paragraphs and was adopted with the acknowledgement that today's era must not be one of war. It further added that countries would unite to address the adverse impact of the war on the global economy. The war in Ukraine had become a thorny issue and consensus was difficult to find in meetings that had been held earlier in the year. On Saturday, Prime Minister Narendra Modi announced the launch of the historic India-Middle East-Europe mega-economic corridor, and that's a historic move. It is in a bid to stimulate economic development through enhanced connectivity and economic integration, and India, along with other members of the G20, have entered into that memorandum of understanding to develop that economic corridor. The proposed corridor will comprise of two separate corridors, the eastern and the northern corridor. The former will connect India to the Arabian Gulf and the latter will connect the Arabian Gulf to Europe. Apart from India, the other participants will include Saudi Arabia, the UAE, France, Germany, Italy, USA and the European Union. The arrangement will include a railway route which upon completion will provide a reliable and cost-effective cross-border ship-to-rail transit network to supplement existing maritime and road transport routes. This will enable goods and services to transit to, from and between India, the UAE, Saudi Arabia, Jordan, Israel and Europe. Then on Sunday, Prime Minister Modi made a fresh push for reforms in global bodies, including the United Nations, saying despite the increase in member states of the world body, the number of permanent members in the UN Security Council has remained the same. In fact, US President Joe Biden reaffirmed his support for India's claim to a permanent seat in the United Nations Security Council and pledged commitment to the UN reforms agenda. In corporate news, the Adani Group has partnered with Singapore-based Kowa Holdings for green ammonia and green hydrogen trading. The two entities will hold an equal stake in a newly formed joint venture created for the purpose. In other news, NVIDIA has entered into partnerships with Reliance Industries and the Tata Group to build infrastructure as a service and platform for AI services. On the one hand, Reliance Industries and NVIDIA will develop India's own large language model trained on regional languages for tailored generative AI apps. On the other hand, Tata Group and NVIDIA will work together to build an AI supercomputer. 
powered by the next-generation Grace Hopper Superchip to achieve best-in-class performance. In international news, a top emissary of Taiwan to the US has said that China's economy is showing clear signs of a slowdown that will have an inevitable spillover to the region. The emissary was speaking to Bloomberg in an interview when they cited a drop in Taiwan's exports to China. In international markets, it's a bit of a mixed start to trade in the Asia-Pacific region, with two of the three early rises trading mixed. But the change is quite narrow, last I checked. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. We're once again within a percent of all-time highs for the benchmark Nifty 50. What's the outlook for the start of the week here in India? Good morning, Alex. Well, there is a bit of a optimism in the air, right? And you can sense that by not just what the mid caps are doing, but what the last week showed. It was a trending week with almost every sectoral market index ending in the green. Actually, every sectoral market index ended in the green for the week. PSUs led the rally, but most or all the indices did really well. And the stop loss levels are so much lower now for most experts, expect, except in some of the small and mid cap pockets that, oh, I mean, I, no one can predict the market, but the optimism seems to be very strong for now. We've looked at banking coming back into flavor and people talking about how some of these stocks might be the ones that people could look at. Uh, you know, I was reading a Macquarie note which said that stocks that are trading at a discount to their own five-year average P, and there is a target upside as per fundamental earnings pool include the two large banks like HDFC and ICICI Bank, include IT names like TCS, include FMCG names are HUL. These are all heavyweights and if they come into flavor, then who knows, there could be more upsides to the index as well. And these might drive the upside. So, but let's wait and watch. That's too much to think really. Uh, there's a lot of traction that's happening uh, in power names, in capital market names with 10 crore DMAT accounts. So it's an interesting bucket to look at. Stocks for today, Sham Metallics have announced an OFS of up to 5.11% stake for 414 rupees a piece. Uh, promoters will sell the stake, bring their stake down to around 83%. But I think they have to bring their stake down to below 75% uh, by a particular date next year. So expect some bit of uh, selling uh, that could come in or uh, the weakness maybe to stay in sham metallics then look at the bioenergy stocks like praj bpcl has a biofuels business that they are developing ethanol stocks because the global biofuels alliance has been launched with the support of 19 major consumer producer interested countries by india so that could be interesting railway and shipping stocks could be in focus uh, because it, you know, India, Saudi Arabia, UAE, select European countries have joined hands to do a large infra deal. Potential rail and shipping corridor will enable greater trade amongst these countries, but developing this over the long term, you never know, people might start pricing some of those benefits today, such as the market. Um, IRCTC, of course, because of that uh, catering for all coaches, so it could be interesting. Phoenix Mills has opened a Phoenix Mall of the Millennium at Walker, Pune. It's a large mall, 12 lakh square feet. There's an addition of 14 lakh square feet of modern offices, which will start operations in FY25. So this is interesting. Um, and we are in logistics. There's large buying that has happened by SBI Mutual Fund. So do watch out for that. Uh, on JSW Energy too, there are some reports that the company may sign a deal on JSW Neo. So watch out for that one too. Uh, brokerage is uh, largely constructive on 
the power finance names. So that's a pocket that you individually need to monitor as well. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.